Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And today what I'd like to talk about is online security. This has come up recently in client meetings um, as we have been encouraging people to open online savings account so that they can earn, you know, closer to 4% on their savings rather than the 0.9 or one and a half that they may be earning at their local bank, possibly even less. And people are worried about, well, it's online. Is that secure? Well, the same people also have, um, may have online access to their local bank. But the key things to keep in mind about that is you should use a password for bank accounts that you don't use anywhere else. You should also sign up for multi-factor authentication. What that means is they send, when you log in, even if when you put your username and password in, they send you a text message. And you wanna make sure that you keep that phone number up to date. That's one way to do it. You could use like a Google Authenticator app that generates a random code and you enter that. Um, that can be painful, um, was for me personally when I got a new phone, I prefer just to get the text messages. But sometimes you do need to, to do uh, an Authenticator app and that is secure as well. And then most of those sites, if they use something like an Authenticator app, you can also, um, they'll give you 10 codes that you can save somewhere. So you might want to print those out and just put them in a file drawer. Be sure and write which account those would get you back into. Because that's really the key here. You are only as safe as your passwords and keeping track of your phone. So if you lose your phone, you definitely want to shut that down. If you and use maybe the remote erase feature of your phone so nobody can get the data. That brings me to another thing. I'm also very surprised the people who have no passcode on their phone. You definitely should have a passcode on your phone um, at the very least because that will make that multi-factor authentication more secure. Um, but I do think that online savings accounts are worth the perceived risk and I really do think it's more perceived risk. Um, I will tell you we have had several clients who have um, logged into sites they shouldn't have and had their computers hacked and had to change email addresses because of that. It's very important that you keep your virus software up to date on your computer and that you don't respond to an email about said virus software that you actually look on your computer to see when your license expires and you go to the whoever's providing your virus software, whether it's McAfee, whether it's someone else, and you go do that. And if you're unsure about it, you know, use the Genius Squad at Best Buy. If you're here locally, there's a firm in Collierville who does that type of thing and they can really help you make sure that your virus protection is up to date. That's really key. And you can use a password manager like 1Password. It's surprisingly easy to use and it keeps your password safe and allows you to use it both on a PC or Mac and on your phone. And it's a way to keep track of all the passwords we have because it's definitely not safe 
to use one password for everything. Um, and that's especially important. You don't want to use the same password for your um, bank accounts as you use for your email. You definitely, because if a hacker gets into your email, you don't want them to check your email, see that you got an email from this bank and then go try to log in using something that looks like the first part of your email address and the password that they hacked to get into your email. That That's really where your risk lies. It's not the fact that it's an online bank. That could be a brick and mortar bank, but if that's how you log into your accounts, that's not safe and that's definitely not security best practices. So bottom line, different passwords for bank accounts and financial accounts and use multi-factor authentication. That is the way that you keep yourself most safe. And don't click links in emails unless you know for sure who sent it. If you get an email that says it's from Chase Bank or Bank of America and you don't have an account with them, just delete it. It's spam. If you get one and you're like, hey, I have this, don't click the link in there, go to I'm just using an example, chase.com and log in that way. That way you make sure that you haven't clicked on a malicious site. Also be careful about answering phone calls where you don't recognize the number or your um, telecom provider says it's spam risk. They're often trying to get information from you so that they can impersonate you online. So you wanna be real careful about those kind of calls as well. You know, if you get a call and they say they're from Amazon or they say they're from your credit card company, hang up, call the number on the back of your card. So that's how we stay safe and that's how we stay one step ahead of the bad guys out there. Thanks for tuning in. And this has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.